Living the dream. Oh, I'm tax swing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets to see my face every week, so I mean, how lucky is he? <laughs> Absolute professionals of this. <laughs> we do put it on YouTube. I'm genuinely impressed, mate. Genuinely impressed. Edit that. We'll cut that bit out. Happy dad tells me. Come on. <laughs> no, no, free warning. Rock, mate. Good evening, Andy. I just thought I'd sneak that one straight in. Let's just press record. Let's I, just go. I'm just putting one on seat. You press record. I've just walked in. How are we doing, mate? You all right? I'm good. Hey, how are you? Yeah, not bad. I've had uh, a. Uh, uh, hey. Hang I'm, on. Wait till I ask you. Oh, sorry. What have you done this week? I brought my drinking ban. I know you did. <laughs> I got drunk on Friday night. <laughs> Friday night? Saturday night, Saturday night. I was that drunk, it felt like Friday night. It took me all weekend to recover. You're still drunk on Sunday. God, man. Was you ill on Sunday? Oh, was I ill? I had a right headache. I could barely, when I first got up, I could barely move my head. You know, it's like, I must have been that conditioned. I had a hangover for ages, the point where I was drinking a lot of alcohol, which made me go on like a bit of a, a try September. Uh, yeah. Try week. I've not had a drink for. Um, Four and a half weeks, I think it was. We can have a round of applause for that. <laughs> well done. <laughs> but to say I drank every weekend and I don't think I had a problem, but I've proved I ain't got a problem because I can go about. <coughs> Excuse me. You, think you only went four and a half weeks. Yeah, no, but I'm now back off it and I won't drink again now until a special occasion. <laughs> but boy, did I have a headache. I couldn't even move my head. If I like, do you know, like you move from side to side, I'm like, oh, here we go. What an headache. Do you know what as well? I thought it was home early. It was on really early. I think uh, I was in bed by half eleven. And bear in mind, we'd walked back. Okay. I'm pretty certain I, I ain't got a clue what I was that drunk. You did leave me, though. You may have well walked. Fell in a gutter. And I was straight home. To be fair, yeah, because I got home and Amy was still up. And I was like, I can be also thinking it's like two in the morning. What are we doing up? <laughs> and we kebab shopped. Went yeah. for food. Yeah, we had a big walk out round. And we ordered a fair bit of food. So it took ages to, ages to come. Yeah. Yeah, but all in all, a good night. Yeah, it was alright. I enjoyed it. It was nice. To, I thought it was nice to catch up with yeah. old friends that I've not seen before. Not seen before. Not seen for a while. while. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. It was, it was, and it's his thing. Yeah. Hey, oh, guess let's what? Let's go. What? We got a sponsor. We've got a sponsor. Drum roll. We've had a, a company being in touch. Are you ready for this? Oh, really, mate. Listen up. Strap yourself in. This is our new sponsor. So they sent me this to read out because obviously I couldn't write something this um, intelligent. One of the worst things that could happen to you whilst out driving is to get stuck in. Whether this is due to a blowout, battery problem, or internal combustion issue, what you need is a recovery that can't be beaten on price and convenience. You need Camel Tour. If you've had a quick bump at the back of the supermarket car park, Camel Tow can provide you with a solution to your hump lump. Camel Tow can provide you with a 360 degree resolution and provide the support you need to get home without those embarrassing doorstep moments with your partner. Whether you're driving your Volvo to the limits, it's hitting the bursting point, Camel Tow have years of experience in this field. Our customers trust us due to our consistent fast and top quality service that we offer. We've been entrusted to provide a safe extraction and delivery of reconstruction. At Camel Toe, we like to show it off as we feel it's worth celebrating. 
the majora of our customers would celebrate our success and would labor the point to new customers. Camel toe for all your wedgie needs. Nice. We've got a sponsor, man. I'm pleased, yeah. It's good. So for for your clear out, if you need recovery of any kind, call Camel toe. How do they contact Camel toe? Uh, www.camelto.com That's the one. Ah, no idea. Local to our area as well? So Local good. to every area. Yeah, that's good. Normally around the Midlands is where they perform good, most heavy, but, oh good mate, we've got a sponsor. How do you feel about that? I'm pleased. It's about time we had some real rolling <laughs> in for sponsorships. Yeah, wonder what we can do with that dollar. No. We'll see. We'll see. And if, if you use 10% tails, you can get a discount. Yeah. Tails gives you that discount. Yeah. And tails and camel tails go well and well, so there we go. We're a partnership. Boop, boop. Right, we've got a hot topic to discuss uh, this evening. Hot topic. We are discussing what should we be teaching our children. There's a reason I wanted to talk about this. Because based on my week, my car broke this week. And what annoys me is that I know nothing about cars. And I'm putting a lot of trust in somebody not to rip me off. And my biggest thing here, because my dad was a mechanic, mm. and all the years I've sort of sat watching him do stuff, I never kind of once went, oh, what are you doing there? Yeah. I've seen him like revive some engines like <laughs> weird ways. And it's it's quite magical. And why didn't I ever think I could do with knowing some of this? Yeah. I, I literally know nothing. It's got wheels, it's got a steering wheel. If it's making a noise, what do you do? You turn radio up, don't you? Yeah, you ignore it till it stops moving. <laughs> till some sort of light flashes on there. So I thought, what should I make sure that my kids know that maybe I know a little bit about? Okay, so give us some examples then. And I know, obviously, you can't teach the mechanics. So, but that's the thing. It's got to be something you can do to teach them. So not necessarily, if you said to them, they should know something about mechanics, well, that's... Yeah, go, 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 it's, it's, what can you teach them? Yeah, so the, there is things like that that I think even that I don't know that I would like them to know, probably because I don't. I mean, it'd be great to have like a a beautician in family or something, wouldn't it? So they can help <laughs> <Yeah>, you out. <laughs> so they can help me out. Um, I'm thinking things like how to handle money. So like um, interest rates, mortgages. Stuff like that. Not that I know a lot about that, but I'd like them to know a little bit about how to properly handle cash. So I've got here how to save and be independent with yeah. money. I think that's important. I think that's really important. It's so f- like for Lexi at moment, she's out working and it's like everything she earns. She's never had that money before. So it's like everything she earns, oh, I must go to spend, spend it. it. Yeah. Whereas actually, I know it's a proper old man thing to say. But man, if I was in that position, I'd be thinking, I just need to save something, yeah. even if it's a couple of hundred quid, 10, yeah. 10%. Well, that's what I was always taught. 10% has to be saved of your pay check, yeah. of your wages. So when I had my pay program, 10% of £14. £1.5. Yeah. Do you know what? When I started work, when I finished school, I was working at a local farm and was on £2 an hour. You money. Two pound an hour, but we were saving up. Me and we were saving up for an holiday. So what we did was, if we earn say like seventy six pound a week or something like that, we'd we'd have six pound. If ah, we earn yeah. seventy two, we'd yeah, only two, get two. two pound. That's kind of bad. Yeah. So 
No, and that had to last. I, st- I started doing, you know, save the change in my bank. So I set a count up and it rounds things up. And since uh, I think June, I've got about 100 quid. You know, just rounding oh, things right. up. So if you spend £6.23, it'll round up to the nearest pound. Yeah. And it'll just chuck extra bits in. It's really good. That's impressive. Yeah. And that's on like an app, is it? No, it's just on my bank account. My actual bank has given it, it's done it. So I've created a new bank account on my. So I've got now three bank accounts. I've got my main, my joint, and now I've got this one. For fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's surprising how much just rounding the odd, the odd bits up yeah, has yeah. made a difference. So, so that, there's a tip for you, folks. Yeah, round, round, round round up. Up. I mean, there's apps out there do that, don't they? Mm. Like, it's called like Save the Change, something like that. But like, say my bank's doing it now, so my bank's let me do it. So I'm not having to pay maybe a third person. He's even better. Staying all in house. So. Things I've got that you should always teach children is to say please and thank you. I think that's really important. Yeah. It's, after, it's, so, it's so simple. It is, but just being polite. Yeah. Yeah, so I've got a mile. It's just be nice. There is, yeah. What do you get benefit-wise from bringing somebody else down? Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. Be nice. Always. And like I say, say please and thank you. Um, manners are a big thing for me. Yeah. I, I am one and, of them. And if you go into the working world, which is what we're trying to set them up for, and it's for mm-hmm. independence, you've got to be polite to people. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter where you are on that ladder. If you're at the top, if you're at the bottom. Well, that, I, yeah, I, I always, I, I don't know who's told me this over the years, but they always say treat the clean like you treat the CEO. I mean, they're no different people. They're humans at the end of the day, and they just want to work and get on with it. So why, why would you train them on different All human beings. Exactly. We all sit down for poops. Exactly. Um, another one I've got is um, admit when you're wrong teach my kids to admit when they're wrong I hate oh. it sometimes my kids are lie and you're like I can tell you're lying do you know what I mean? like I'm more mad now that you're thinking you're getting one over me than if you'd have admitted it yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean you're not in trouble I found myself going you're not in trouble just don't lie do you know what I mean? trying to get out and like, they're still going out I'm like I can see the pin on the floor in your hands. Yeah. Own it. That's exactly. It. Own it. Own yeah. Own it. I think time. as well, again, in the working world, I think people have a lot more respect for you if you do go, yeah, do you know what? Yeah. I effed. Yeah. I messed it. My bad. I'll learn from it. We'll do it again. That, that's I always, I always tell people who I've worked above, I've always said to them, look, you will make mistakes. It's learning from the mistakes. What I can't stand is, People who make mistakes and then just go, yeah, and they make the same again. If you don't learn from it, then what's the point? Yeah, exactly. there's, no, there's no lesson there. Whereas if you do something wrong and you go, yeah, that shouldn't have happened. Right, okay, it doesn't happen again. And we know why it happened. We learn, we set up and we go, which is how we get good processes. I mean, don't do it stupid, but do you know what I mean? Do you know like some it's trivial you think, well, just don't do that again. Simple yeah. as. Absolutely. I've got to deal with disappointment. I've got that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, deal with rejecting disappointment because I think we're living, I hate this word, a bit of a work society where kids now don't understand being rejected. It's like the world's ended. I mean, I was talking to somebody and um, I've had job interviews where I haven't been unsuccessful and stuff like that. But it's like people don't understand. There's, there's only one person you find against other people and stuff yeah. like that. It's that temperament of going, okay, well, what can I do to go forward? What can I learn? How can I build myself up to be the ne- next person? What what was what was that person better than me at, and why can I be next time out? Even if you go for somewhere else, do you know what I mean? It's don't pick your bat and ball up and disappear. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I, I, I was reading something today, and it was about somebody leaving their work, and they weren't happy with doing. And they was asking for people's advice and opinions, and probably ninety percent of the people in there were saying, "Just leave, mate. 
if you've already got another job somewhere else and yeah. you don't enjoy working there, there's a reason you're leaving. You're not benefiting by going back and going, yeah, I didn't like this, I didn't like this, I don't yeah. like you, I don't like what you're doing. Don't burn your bridges, no. just get on with well, it. Well, you never know when you need that sort of job yeah. to come back. It's like, I've, I've always said this as well, me and PLQ, I don't really use it anymore, but I keep it up. And there's a reason why I keep it up. If I fall on hard times or something happens, I know I can go and do that job, yeah, yeah. no matter what. And I always say to people, look, look I mean, if you can't keep it up, then you may keep it as something It's not just a, always about like going back to the same job, though, either, is it? You might meet them other people Somewhere in, else. in other jobs. Yeah. And yeah, I just don't get what you benefit from no. from stuff like that. No, yeah, I'm not a fan of people go down swinging. I'll try and get out swinging, you know, <laughs> burn the house down the way out. I mean, swinging. <laughs> huh? it's, it's not rule everything out. <laughs> it's not something I'm going to teach my kids. No, definitely not. Don't get it. No. Bit, oh, bit weird. Too yeah. much admin. <laughs> there is that. Um, go on, what have you got next? How to negotiate. Ooh. I think that's really important. And that, a lot, is confidence. Negotiation is about being confident in what you want to do. Because <laughs> we're rubbish at this. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, but I, like, I wanted like Ava's quite a confident person, and I think if I could educate her to be a confident, you know, negotiate. If you want something and you you stand by your guns, that's what it is. Then there's a difference between rude and there's a difference between going. Yeah. Look, what can a, I do for you, or vice versa? Or there's a difference between cockiness and confidence. Yeah. In there, and it's finding that balance. But I think you're right. I think. You know, if you want something, what the, was we was we talking about? Did we talk about this a couple? Of, I can't remember whether we talked on the pod or off the pod. And when we were saying about there was somebody that goes somewhere and asks for something free every time, and I don't know, um, maybe something we weren't talking about. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's something I've dreamt, or maybe you other podcast that you have. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. I tried to negotiate for a TV and backfired that time, big time. <laughs> I do it every time. If I like try that? negotiating for something. I don't work. Yeah. It never works. No. Right. No. I, I, um, in fact I normally pay more I was trying to negotiate with a car and I think it was something as trivial as like saying um, oh he took some seat mats in and stuff like that no we can't do that anymore and then oh it smells yeah I was promised petrol in a car once oh, I wasn't and, get and, it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get it yeah it, it was something oh my mum bought a car so I said about um, do you know like what can you do do you know like as a deal sort of thing what can we do you know they said oh because we've got like a fair thingy price we have to do what it is. We can't do a deal because if we don't do a deal for someone else, then they can go back and say, well, you did a deal for them, but you don't do a deal for me sort of thing. So it is, it is what it is. I was, I was like, that's not how it used to work. Yeah, well, that's strange because we, we were talking about this at work today, that you could you could be on a, we could be on an aeroplane together, sat in seats next to each other, and I could have paid a different price to you. Yeah, good point. Have you ever thought about that? If you're on a plane, just say, just out of interest, man, how much did you pay for this? If you go to a hotel, you pay a different price than somebody yeah. else. So how does that work? So... We go back to that garage. You do that on trains as well, don't you? Get your money back. You pay exactly. Prices. Exactly. Why is there not one standard price for it? If I buy Mars bar, it's the same price. <laughs> <laughs> Always back to the food. Yeah, but, well, to a certain degree it is, isn't it? But you would find different shops charging different prices. Yeah. But it being in a, in a, a very small bracket, yeah. pence, wouldn't it? If you're... But yeah, you get on a train, you get in whatever and you'll be paying different prices we should do this next time we get on a plane we should just go around and survey everybody yeah how much you pay yeah and then go right row d got the cheapest flight come to <laughs> yeah. row was. and row f Woo! they paid over the Rockefeller. odds <laughs> um right i've got another one a little bit like what you were just saying then know when to say no yeah i've got that on my list because i think there's off all too often 
as much as we all would be there for anybody that, that needs it, sometimes you just have to go, no. Yeah. Do you remember the other week when you asked me if I wanted to do something and I just said no? <laughs> no. Do you invite me to come around to your house or something? And I just went, no. <laughs> I didn't give you a reason. I, I, I didn't invite him around. <laughs> <before>. <laughs> so I just want to be clear, I did not invite him around. <laughs> I can't remember what we said we was doing. He just asked. That's what I said. Yes, I said, yes, do you want to watch football? Nah. All right, nice one. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Learn to swim. Yeah, good one. I think swimming and driving are yeah, two, I've two life skills that well, yeah. everybody should be doing. Because, well, you say that. I don't, I, don't, I think, also, of course, when it comes to driving, I know a lot of people who don't drive or have never drove and get by fine, if that makes sense. They get by fine, but look at what they could possibly do. Because you can, you know, we live in a town that's got a train station and you can get to places, but how would you get into like little villages and stuff like that? That we've Bush. been, we've cycled through. Yeah, but Bush bike. the convenience and the, just the, have you ever just like been in a bit of a strop and just got, I'm just going to go for a drive? No. No. Because you don't get in strops because you've missed a call. To be no, no. I have. I once had an argument with a former partner and drove to Manchester. <laughs> what was in Manchester for you? Uh, Old Trafford. <laughs> Standing up with the lights going, oh, <laughs> It's my safe place. I love this place. <laughs> Sarah Alex. Yeah, just got in an arse, went in car and just kept driving and thought, I'm going to drive to Manchester. Oh. And bear in mind that Manchester's a good hour and a half away yeah, from yeah. where we are. Oh. Um, pretty good. Although, Thank you. if I had a motorbike, I'd probably go out for a ride, just a random ride. But I wouldn't sit in the car and go for a random drive. It, you, you get my point, though, don't you? That you can just drop, go, yeah, you just go yeah. and do whatever. Well, you could you just go to the train station, go around, and go train. <laughs> yeah, and half of them are on strike, so you'd be sat there for a while. <laughs> yeah, good point. Or the train won't get you to where you want to be. Yeah. Rubbish. Yeah. Um, CPR. Yep. Like yeah. you said about learning to swim, I think having a... Can you imagine just being there? I'm not saying that we're all want to be heroes, but if you somebody drops down and you go, stand back, I've got nice. this. After the one who goes, can anyone do first aid? I go, no. <laughs> can anybody do first Come on, there's somebody. There's got to be a doctor in Come on, somebody. Don't make me do it. And then you'll just get somebody from back go, well, give it a go. <laughs> I thought it on casualty. I'm like, go on, man. Have a go. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think I think that's one of those life skills where, when needed, is really important. Yeah. Even just, I know they do, I know like Andy's done bits at primary school. Yeah. Just knowing when what to, to ring 999. Yeah. And, you know, little things like that, I think, is, is really, really important. Yeah. I co- yeah, I completely agree. Completely agree. you got all else on the list? Yeah, I've got how to tie a tie. Tie a tie? It frustrates me. Now, in the pre- do? Yeah, of course I can. I can, do, I can do, like, proper, like, fancy knots and stuff. Get you. But um, I can, like, tri- triple Windsor and stuff like that. But anyway, so, when don't, I... You don't want triple Windsor. <laughs> nah. When I was at um, in my previous place, my previous uh, employer, um, there's a few, like, do you know, when you came for, like, job interviews and stuff like that, and I was like, come here, let me help you do your time. Like, you, you, you're 16, 17. And, and I, I don't, it's just one of those things where I just think it's really important that you can. And I learn at school. Is the tyre dying out bit of fashion accessory, though? Uh, if somebody was to turn up in front of you for an interview and didn't have a tie on, would you hold that against them? If they had no, a shirt no, and a jacket? I wouldn't hold them against it, but I would wear a shirt and tie. And yeah. I'd wear it, like, you know, if there's something going on, I wear that simple. So I wear a shirt pretty much every day, but I have an open collar. But if there's something going on, I'll put my suit pants on, put my tie on, 
you put time to hide the spills in this. Yeah, it's pretty much. But I still think it's really important that you can tie a tie. Yeah, I think it's one of them. I think it's we're quite traditionalists, start with, and I think it's one of the things we don't want it to die out. I think yeah. the importance of wearing it. Yeah, I suppose. Do you tie a dicky ball? Mm, yes, but I'd have to I'd Google it. No, it'd be a couple of attempts because it's, it's not much different. So it's like leftover round, then you pull it through and twist it, and as you twist it through, it pulls it through. I can do it. But I don't I think, think I've be, ever tried it. A couple of goes. But all my dicky balls are clippers. Yeah, mine are. They're already pre-tied. <laughs> so you're saying that we should learn to tie a tie, but your dickies are clippered. But... Your dicky has been clippered. Yeah, it has been <laughs> snipped. But um, how often do you wear a dicky bar compared to a tie? Yeah, but I think... But I in think... percentages, if you said, right, okay, I wear... In my lifetime, I'm going to wear yeah. a, a tie 20%. Well, a dicky bow is going to be at least one. The, the problem you've got with a dicky bow is that a dicky bow is very much look at me. Mm. If you go to a wedding, for instance, you'll probably wear a tie. If somebody's there in a dicky bow, it's like, well, yeah. he's gone to a bit of extra effort. <laughs> Put his cummerband on as well. I think yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's a bit look at me. Yeah. Not a lot wrong with that. Um, I teach my kids how to dig a hole. For what purpose? You never know when you might need to bury someone. <laughs> a turd. <laughs> Possibly. Well, I've never, I've never really thought about teaching my kids to dig. Get them to dig all. Yeah? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's important. Nice. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, how to start a fire? I thought I was going to say a fight. How <laughs> <laughs> to finish a fight. Right, so starting a fire. I did think about this. Why would you need to? Barbecuing. If you are in the wilderness on your own. Why would you be? What are you talking about? I'm an adventure boy. <laughs> I like to just straight out into random places. <laughs> just drive out in your car. No, no, no I walk. You walk. Yeah, yeah, you don't like walking. What did you break down? It's middle at night, you're freezing, your car's not working. Just get your phone out. And do what? It's not going to start a fire for you, is it? No, but what you do is that's that placebo, isn't it? Get on YouTube, put fire effect, and you go, hoo, hoo, hoo. What are you talking about? You're a caveman now. Or a monkey. <laughs> You'll be able to hold your phone, it'll be too hot. Nah. I, I, I get that it's a skill. Yeah. I get a skill, but out of everything else we've mentioned, it's no, a Yeah, I do get that, because the other one I've got with that is to tie knots, be able to tie proper knots. Now, I can't. I was a Boy Scout, and I can do a reef knot, and I can do. A granny knot, which is like a messed up knot, isn't it? A granny knot. I think. Granny knot's just a random rubbish knot. <laughs> um, Somebody will tell. And us that's about it. It's like, do you know, like those, those when I was a thing, the kids who could like tie, like do you know, like, proper like a sheep shank and stuff like that. And like it was like you know all the lingo. Well, you know these knots like where when the tension it gets tighter and tighter, but as soon as you like slacken the tension off, it then just comes open. So like, do you know if you're that's like a reef knot in it? No, reef knot's where it's like double doors, isn't it? A sheep shank. They only sound, they only do them in whales. <laughs> um, no, I get that because you know, like if you stick loads of stuff in your car and your boot doesn't shut, yeah, you need to tie, tie something around, yeah. or you've got something on your roof or whatever. Basically, if you're doing something and you need it to hold on that you shouldn't be doing, yeah. then yeah, you need to. Yeah, I think yeah, tying a knot because uh, the amount of people I've seen like try and tie a knot yeah. and then it just goes. Well, where's it gone? Gone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm saying I just do. Loads and loads and loads of knots and thinking about that at all. So yeah. the first one gives up, at least second, third, fourth, and fifth are going to hold it in place. But yeah, so, so I never really learned how to do them. Or I didn't get didn't get it really. Yeah. Like, I couldn't fathom what I'm doing. 
I'm saying, I'm saying I'll just keep tying knot and knot. And yeah, knot and then and when I undo it, I'm like, oh, God, I wish I'd done that. Yeah, cut it. I, yeah, cut it and start again. You could you could just singe it, couldn't you, with your fire that you've learned how to make? Yeah. That'd work, wouldn't it? Uh, my last one is reject all cookies. Reject all cookies? Yeah, you know when you log on to a website and you're, it's like accept or reject? You don't need to accept all cookies. Uh, I think it, I think it affects. I don't even know what cookies are, if I'm honest. No, so I know they are like chocolate chip things. Yeah, well, sometimes kids should be rejecting them as well. Yeah. Um, I think if you reject those, especially I think, from I think strangers, it, I think it does something to your uh, viewing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> noted. I'll pass that on. Yeah, I think it does something to what your viewing done it. It like restricts certain things you can see. I don't know. You get on there and you generally can see what you need to see. And I'm I'm like, 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 accept. I don't. Yeah, exactly. But I think I don't know. I don't know what cookies are. If, if I get an option to manage my cookies or reject, or no, manage or accept, I'll accept. But if there's an option to reject, I reject. And I've never had a different website since. Maybe we need to know what cookies are. Yeah. I don't know. I, I actually don't know what they are, really. No, fair one. Um, I've got a few things of what kids can teach us. Ooh. So flipped this bad boy um, to be fearless. I think kids are generally fairly fearless. And I think us as adults, we overthink. Oh, um. we don't. And do you know what? This is pretty much my, my theme through this. Trust yourself. As an adult, you kind of got to trust the decisions you make. And sometimes we'll go, mm, I'm not really sure. I'm a big procrastinator. No, that's when I chew my food, isn't it? No, mastication is chewing your food. <laughs> I thought that was the other thing. <laughs> Procrastinating is where yeah, you put things off. I'm bad yeah, for that. I'm Get terrible at distracted. Yeah, I'm bad for that. Terrible at it. Um, be uh, not to judge. Again, I, w I think as adults, we we des not designed to judge. We make judgments on people yeah. fairly quickly because we need to know there's a trust there in, in whatever we're doing. Where kids just go, yeah, you're on the level. Yeah. I don't think they're getting that judgment. I think sometimes kids can be a bit too judgmental. Do you think? Yeah, like... like I think sometimes kids can, you know, go, yeah, I don't like you because your hair's got blue bits in it or something. Do you know, like, in, like, they can be quite, they can be like irrational when they're like... I think that's adults. I think as adults, not us, because we're not, but the sexism, racism, ageism, all that, kids are that. They're just... just no, living. they're not, but it's taught somewhere along the lines it becomes a taught trait. Exactly. Which is awful. I, no, so I, I get they that, should be yeah. teaching us that it's not right. Yeah, which I get, I get like, it's, like, I'm just saying age, but, like, do you know, like, I mean, school was awful, really. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you think about some of the kids, it was awful. I think I was probably one of them. But, like, like they go, I like look at you because you're a bit of a weight, or I like look at you because you wear glasses, or I don't like you because you got orange hair or whatever. But they're, they're like, what's that? that yeah, nothing. I think that's getting towards more like high school, though. I think primary is very different. Nice. When you get into high school, you're trying to fit in, you're trying to find your place and go, yeah, you're a bit smelly, I don't want to sit next to you. Yeah. Oh. Teacher always used to say, Leon, do truffle shuffles. <laughs> you teach <laughs> Is that the teacher who used to take fishing? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't know, yeah, I think kids can be a bit like irrational on like certain things, but I do know what you mean. It's a trait that's been taught somewhere along the lines and yeah. I don't get where it is. I think we, we should be open to learning from exactly from everybody. As well, right? yeah. Do you know what I like? We, we obviously live in a town that's quite highly populated with Eastern Europeans as well. And, and many different nationalities. Yeah. What I do like is the kids that are teaching the parents to speak English. Oh, yeah, I think of that, yeah. That's class. Because they've come in as, as maybe babies and grown up in yeah, school, yeah, etc. Yeah. And then parents have come in as, and obviously English is a second language, and they're actually doing the yeah. teaching. 
like it. Well, I like the fact, like, so Ava, she'll, she's got someone in her class who's Brazilian, and then she's got someone who's, she's like, Polish. Yeah. And then, but I'm like, have you not asked, like, what's what's this in that language? And she's like, no, I'm like, ask, yeah. learn. You've got a great opportunity, because those two kids can both speak English as a second language, but they've also got the primary language. I'm like, you're just English. Learn something from them. Yeah. Learn how to, I mean, as well, how good would it be, as well, if they ever learned something when you started speaking to them in Brazil and, like, asking them how you doing? How would they feel? Oh, man, that's what I love it. Yeah. But do you want to do it? <laughs> do you know what, as well, that's, that's strange, because I thought... At that age, the wood. Yeah, she Whereas, like, you get to high school and it's a little bit, oh, no, it's, yeah. it's a, bit, a bit too much hard work, isn't it? I just think stuff like that's really cool. Yeah. If you could just say hello and every morning, you might not say anything else to that person all day, but if you could say hello to them in their language. The class. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, final quick question on this topic. What is the hardest age to parent? What do you reckon? Well, the hardest age? Yeah. So the scale of babies to, let's say... Late teens. What do you reckon? On a recent survey that was done, what do you reckon? Well, so it depends what you did define as hard. So hard as a baby was our lack of sleep. So I was like sleep deprived and obviously stress of doing work. When the kid gets independent, that becomes now a stress of making sure they're okay. To the point where I reckon it's going to be probably when they're in teens, when they start going out and stuff. That's probably the worst time ever because one, they don't want to know you anymore. Two, you're worried about where they are every two minutes because you've lived in the big bad world. You know what it's like yeah, and how many yeah. idiots are out there. I pro- I'm probably going to say it's somewhere around the re- realms of 16 to 19, somewhere around there. It's probably the worst time. It's difficult for me to ask you this question because you've obviously not got yours there. out. But like, like, so I'm saying, like, like, I remember as a kid, it was awful because there was. I was tired myself, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was I didn't have a, the, a greatest job, so money was Babies hard. as well, I think, are no fun. They don't do anything, nah, do they? Nah. It's when they get to I know it's like the terrible twos, but I think that's when they start to yeah, develop yeah. personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like like now the the like the gobshites. Both mine are now at an age of where they're like they're starting to really come into their own of like um like Ava's becoming like a little lady sort of thing, so she's getting a bit more like fashion conscious and things like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't really like this. Whereas Noah is just like mucky knees and being a little shit man, really. Do you know what I mean? But he should be. Yeah, and he's, he's, being, he's being a proper little brother as in like, he's winding here for up. So I go to a room and stuff like that. He's like, get out of the room. And I'm like, let Noah just leave her alone. Kids are magic, honestly. They know exactly yeah. what buttons to press with each other. And as, as annoying as it is as a parent, oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I'm, when, when I'm, like, I'm like, I'm here going, yes, she's cracking <laughs> it up. Because that's what he's there for. He's there to wind her up. He's there to embarrass. So when no, she when, gets when she gets like 14, 15, 16 and got friends around, I'm up and he's embarrassing, like running around naked. Setting <laughs> 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 secret cameras yeah, up in a room. No, too far. <laughs> too far. Right. What you got? But, but so what is the what is the hardest age? Oh, sorry. So <laughs> the hardest age is according to a recent survey between twelve and fourteen. Twelve that young. So what is that? Is that both male and female? Uh, oh man, I didn't look that far into oh, it. You always want more, don't you? I do. I do because yeah, yeah. Mm. Twelve to fourteen is the hardest age, apparently. I disagree. So you, well, you wait till you get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Have you got? Have you got a question for us this week? I have got a question for you. Oh, so this is our new segment. This is yeah. a question that we want to know the answer to because we don't understand. There's, there's something. 
to this se- segment, I'm sure. Yeah, but we just got to go with calling it all how yeah. it works. So but you get the drift. Yeah. So mine is in like like why right? So why or why we drive on the left in England, and then some people drive on the right in other countries. Why can't we all just pick a side, have the same car, and off we bloody go? It's just so frustrating. I go into Europe, I get in a car, I'm like, the steering wheel's on the wrong side. I'm now driving shift me wrong hand. I'm like, what's going on? So if I'd have been brought up to drive on the, I'm happy to go, right? Okay, we're no longer on the right. We're all off to the left. We're joining the rest of Europe. Let's go for it. Let's have a go. Why? Uh, I, I don't know. Americans I, are on the other side of the road. Do you know what I mean? Let's... Let's just join them. I'm not happy. I'm not yeah, and Obviously, it's not going to change now, is it? Because it'd be too expensive to change. And but go. no, surely it'd be better for the planet that we don't have different sides of transmission stuff. So, like, some parts won't go on our cars, like, go on a European car, because of the way the car and engine's set up. So, like, do you know, like, your pedals and stuff like that? I, I'm sure there's things where it's not just simple as going, I'll put that information over there and put that there. I think genuinely it causes problems in... Car, yeah, which I can production I can, and stuff. I can fully understand. So why don't why don't we just, as a as a, as a world go right? <laughs> are we lefts or rights? Because whichever we're doing, we're off for it, right? Because we we struggle to make decisions in our own town. Never mind the world. And who's in charge of that decision? Do we I'll do, do it. Do, do, <laughs> I'll do it. Do we do a big like survey? But I'm, I'm send a, out a survey, monkey. Would you Would you be happy if they said, right, as of this date, we're all front at left? Right, I'm one of left. these people. I don't care. I exactly. generally don't so, care. So if they did, I'd go, yeah, no worries. And I suppose that would make life a lot easier. Yeah. But we, like I say, you're not going to get everybody to agree. There's got to be a reason why. Because, like, obviously, us in Australia drive on the left. No, we do we drive right, on the left? Right, driving right there. No, we don't. We drive on the left. I drive on the right. <laughs> Are you driving on the wrong side of the road? Yeah, you're not left yet. You steer me on the right. Yeah, that's what I'm You drive on the left. But, but that's because we own it. Pretty much everywhere in Europe, though, drives on the right. Yeah, but that's like a British colony thing then, isn't it? To do with us in Australia. Yeah, well, we used to be... Well, in Hong Kong drive on the same side as us. Once again, which, which a side British colony. Colony on the left. <laughs> Um, we're very left this country <laughs> yeah why can't we just go right it's all good why have they there must be a reason why Europe have gone nah the right's the better side because they don't the like us no, they can't be that don't know there's got to be an answer to it but do we want to know that answer yeah I don't know if I do just yeah. kind of like the mysteriousness of it it's really frustrating me yeah I get it good question though yeah good does anybody know why we do though I don't know if I want to know. I just think it's one of them things that's quite nice to be mysterious about. And it's great to have a debate. Yeah. A big one. I've got another one. Do another one? No, save it. Oh, save it one. for next week. <laughs> I do that. I was like, hmm, what do you want to go Keep for? it in the bank, mate, because there'll be a week where you'll go, I've done nothing this week. I've got loads now. I've got about, I've got about 12 rows down. Good. This, this week was... was we could do a full episode of it. No, we're not. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see anything. <laughs> right. I will see you next Thursday. See you next Thursday, my friend. Um, Keep yourself smiling. What are you doing? Keep yourself smiling. Stay safe. And be kind. Be very kind. Always. Do a good deed this week. Let us know you've done a good deed. You as well. No, I don't. I want my fans to do a good deed. Whenever I do a deed, when I'm with kids, I always say, that's it, I don't have to be nice to anybody now for the rest of the day. And I think that's all right. Have you done all good though? Not today. Hmm.
I don't think so. No. I've said some kind words. That word. No good deed um, is ever appreciated in its own life. No, is it no good deed is ever. There's always some, no one does a good deed because they, they'll say they've done a good deed that's selfless. No such thing as selfless good deed. That's what I was after. Yeah, which no is what, a reward. Yeah, everybody's filming it nowadays. Right. See you next Thursday. And remember, Camel Tour, for all your inconvenient needs. And 10% tails gets you the discount. Thank you for listening right to the end of this week's podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dad underscore tales underscore or get involved by emailing us at dadtales at outlook.com. You can also now join our Facebook page by searching Dad Tales. Keep the feedback coming. We are genuinely humbled by all the input and the comments you are providing us. Stay safe, celebrate small victories and keep smiling.